0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, one of the greatest community of educators around. Today's episode, we're talking about resiliency. Before we get to this like epic word and how we can weave it into our classrooms, uh, I just want to take a brief moment, to, if you're catching this in the sort of live, you know, Every week that I release these, the Hive Summit is starting. So you could definitely check out the Hive Summit. Uh, Go to hivesummit.org and you can pick up a ticket uh, to Hive Summit. Great place to be at. Hive Summit this year is hosted on EMC2's platform. But don't worry, you don't have to pay to get in. Uh, All membership levels, including the Tinker Teacher level, uh, which is our free level, Gives you access to this year's Hive Summit. Uh, We moved it onto that platform. uh, Make it a little easier for you guys to sort of get access when we would do it through email. I mean, seriously, probably about 20% of the emails uh, through schools are blocked through kind of mailer systems. So uh, this way we all know that the people that signed up can get access to it because it's right there on our platform. And if you haven't done so yet, check it out. Uh, It's going to be open all the way till August uh, I think 14th. So definitely check that out. And uh, also join the community. Like I said, EMC2, great community of educators uh, to be a part of. And I think that's all I got for business. Oh, one other thing. As always, we love it here on the show if you guys interact with us. So think about using the hashtag wellplayedpodcast on Instagram or uh, Twitter and share your thoughts on our topic today. We would love to hear from you. All right, with that, without without any more waiting and putzing around, let's talk a little bit about today's topic, resiliency. Uh, how is that part of all things playful and joyous in education? I see resiliency as a key piece, a you know, a secret ingredient in schools. Uh, but I also think that we don't um what do I want to say? I don't know if we always approach it right in schools, right? Uh let's start with this idea of I think we all talk about the growth mindset. And That's good. But I think we need to also grapple with the fact that most of our courses are structured around a a really like fixed mindset grading system right uh because right like the grade typically doesn't involve growth in it you are scored along the way and as you're growing you're getting scored along the way uh standard based grading that's fine you can double back uh but still like the realities and demands of school asking a student to double back you know while other kids are moving forward or why they themselves should be moving forward. But they're also looking at last unit stuff because they want to retake that test. That's great that they want to retake the test, but like, man, does the drumbeat of education kind of continue to move on. Um, So I don't know if our schools are really structured for growth typically. And this word resiliency is a piece of that growth mindset. And so, If we could, I would definitely love for us to sort of address the grading thing. The last two years, I've been gradeless more or less in my classroom. Um, We can definitely talk about that more if you guys want. Um, I know on EMC2, we're going to be doing a coaching session uh, or two on that coming up in August. So, definitely look out for that uh, in our coaching session. And... I guess let's take a look a little bit about resiliency and why it's awesome in the class. One key foundation of the word resilience is like one way to weave it in that I try to do is let them figure it out. Stop for a moment and think about your lessons. Do you do so much modeling, so much exampling, so much, I guess, you know, set up, that by the time they get to go launch into it, they, they've they already kind of done it. Like they're almost sick of working on the sentences or working on the note taking because like you've done so many practice drills on it. And I know that's needed. So again, I'm, I'm not trying to say you can't have that, but let's take a look at ways we can give them a chance to sort of figure it out. And how can we pepper around the room and kind of help as opposed to like handhold, uh, there's a great sense of empowerment when you figure something out, right? You go literally zero to 60 on something. That's so cool. Uh, in my adult life, one of the ways that that happens all the time for me is cooking. I absolutely love cooking because you start that recipe, you start that genre of cooking that you know nothing about and there's fear. And there's probably going to be mistakes. And this is where resiliency needs to come in. But I want you to think about resiliency not only in terms of like dust yourself off after you quote unquote fail. But there's actually a component of resiliency that is just the belief in that you can do it. So not that the finality has to be a fail. But Steps along the way, you're going to not know something in that recipe, right? You're going to like stumble a little bit in that recipe, and that's okay. It's okay to stumble a little bit in that recipe because if you're truly resilient, you know that you're going to like continue to forge ahead, continue to solve problems, have to Google (laughs) like what a word means or how much a pinch is if you're, if we're going to still go with my recipe analogy. Um, But if you're resilient, you know that. When you're faced with an obstacle, you can figure out how to come over, come over that. And that's awesome. So, in our classrooms, is there a way that, you know, again, not every lesson, but can you think of a way to release a little more of that hyper control and allow them a chance to explore the learning, explore the topic, explore the skill that you're trying to teach them without necessarily teaching them it. You're giving them a space to play in right think uh i don't know think about it like recreational activities right first time you ever went skiing sure there was a little class taught you how to like snow plow so that you could stop right uh but after like 40 minutes of taking a little ski lesson course you're then released to the mountain and there's just a giant space on the mountain For you to practice, for you to play in, for you to explore, but all the while you're practicing the skill of skiing. And by the end of the day, like you're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about snow plowing. You're not thinking about cutting and turning and sliding. You're just doing, right? So same thing in our classrooms. Can we give them maybe a small micro little instruction of the goals for the day and what we're trying to accomplish and then let let them ski, let them play on the mountain, Give them a space. And if we're truly centered on growth mindset, it should be a space in which they can grow in. It shouldn't be one that we're constantly assessing, right? You should be looking for data information for you to do your job. So if you want to call that assessment, fine. But it shouldn't come as like a marking in their grade book. That brings me to my next point. Let them take a risk. Let them get out there. Let them try things. So what in your class do you allow some level of risk taking, uh, and the risk shouldn't be grades. I think a lot of times <laughs> we think of risk taking that way in school, as opposed to have you given them an opportunity to try something that they know nothing about, but you have created a safe and wonderful class space in which they feel comfortable and confident enough to, to, to reach just outside, you know, and thus take a risk. Do a speech instead of a paper, right? Work with a partner that they're not used to working with. Share a bit about themselves. Let them take that risk. Now, another thing I got to tell you is don't fix it for them. How are they going to learn resiliency if you always swoop in? Uh, as, as a parent myself, I think the Best advice I have to say, like parent-teacher in the middle school age group, I got to tell you, one of the best things you can do is have high expectations for your child, comfort them when they don't get there, but don't try to fix the problems for them. They need to understand their own limitations. They need to have a reason, a catalyst to overcome those obstacles. They got to learn to fly a little bit. And so the parents that I think do a really good job in middle school is ones that try to support the missions of their schools, right? Without necessarily like, I don't know, having to like, Figure it all out, right? They don't actually require you to tell them exactly what the project is because they're not going to do the project with their kid. They just need to be confident parents and realize that their kid has a a project. And so, no matter what the nitty gritty details of the project are, you know that the teacher's teaching them, you know, deadlines, creativity, whatever the case may be, and work with the kid to say why those are important. But don't fix it for them. Don't mark up their calendar for them. Don't put a chart on the you know, like door. Like let them figure it out and then process those things. And then again, also hold them to high expectations. They're smart. They're bright individuals. You've all seen them play complex video games and, and, uh, you know, intricate play with their friends. Like when there's a need, there is the solution. And that's actually a piece of resiliency. If you figure it out for them, um, like here's, here's a good example, I guess. I was playing a board game with uh, some friends and uh, one kid was sitting there and the mom was kind of explaining all options. And the kid is old enough to understand these options and understand the game. But like the kid then was really disengaged because he's not really playing the board game. The mom's just kind of reading him the options and kind of saying, you can do this, you can do that. Let the kid figure it out. Even if it's not the most strategic decision, let them own that decision. It's so much more fun. So don't fix it for them. Uh, The other like two pieces that I would say that I want to kind of like hit on resiliency is make failing okay. Failure is feedback, right? And hold their hand, process it with them, be alongside them. Don't necessarily, like, be over them in terms of that feedback on failing. And with that said, like, promote the bright side of failure, right? Not that we should, like, seek it necessarily, but we shouldn't be afraid of it. The greatest learning happens in failure. We all know this. Uh, But then I think we sometimes produce an area, a space and place in schools where pessimism can be Kind of accepted and the norm, and pessimism is kind of like I don't know. It's like the neighbor of the fixed mindset. So take care of that pessimism. Challenge kids on that pessimism in your classroom, because you're, what the real work that you're doing is work on resiliency. And I gotta tell you, resiliency is uh, one of the purpose driven learning words. It's a it's a word I care a lot about. Uh, I use it a lot in my classroom. I use it a lot in terms of my EMC2 work. Building opportunities for kids to sort of challenge themselves, tackle that challenge, get excited by that challenge, uh, own that challenge. And even in failure, owning that challenge is where so much growth happens. So I don't know if you've been kept on this whole podcast this whole time, but I got to say, like... Think about ways you can release a little more of that control. Think about ways you can do a couple more activities in which the school, the kids are figuring out and discovering. I know a lot of EMC2 activities have this, what John and I call an endless runway. So you don't know where they're going to take it and where they're going to go with it. But this is where so much gets done. So much happens in that space and place. All right, everybody, that is all I have on the topic of resiliency for today. Thank you so much for being part of the well-played community as always i absolutely absolutely love having you connected uh so again use the hashtag well played podcast and or check out emc2learning.com and join that community i hope you guys have a great day and play on